Do you ever feel like you have to choose between mental health or physical health? Well, at Lift One Body, One Mind, we believe you should not have to choose anymore. Created by myself, a life and mindset coach and goal setting expert, as well as my best friend and certified personal trainer, Kiana Reese, we believe that you can have total mind body wellness because these two entities are meant to work together not an either or situation. Whether you've been inconsistent with going after your health goals, or maybe you've been completely mentally and physically exhausted and burned out, or maybe you're just plain tired of saying, I can do it on my own, and then letting yourself down week after week. This one-of-a-kind monthly membership is here to completely change that narrative with live programming designed to help you achieve your physical and mental best. And for those of you who are also looking to save a little extra money this year, this program is a fraction of the cost of others on the market. And it has about four times the programming and about 20,000 times the access to Kiana and myself. Total mind and body wellness is right around the corner for you. So click the link in the show notes to sign up or visit lifecoachbaker.com forward slash lift. Now back to the episode. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another mini episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm talking to you all today about a relationship exercise that quite literally, I believe, might be the golden relationship exercise. (laughs) Um, I had a friend reach out to me the other week and he said, I really am ready to start being in not only a relationship, but in a partnership with someone. I'm ready to really feel that deep connection. And he was like, I remember you mentioning something about a relationship exercise that you did before you started dating Brett. And I started giggling and I was like, absolutely. I've actually been wanting to do this on the podcast. I gave him the exercise, but I wanted to share it with you all as well. This is not just for you all who are single and don't want to be. This is for anyone who is currently in a relationship, but maybe it's gotten to that day-to-day monotony. This is for anyone who is wanting to date. This is for anyone who is wanting to explore their options. This is really just a relationship exercise for people who are wanting to connect with someone deeper, connect with anyone deeper. Now, a little bit of backstory on this exercise. This is actually something I stole from my parents. My parents met way back when, when they were actually both in their like mid to late 30s. 
and they had been dating, they'd been dating, they'd been dating, they'd been in the self-help, um, the personal development industry for quite some time, so they heard about this exercise. But around the same time, this is roughly two weeks before they met, they both separately sat down and wrote out a list of every single thing they want in their perfect ideal person. Every single thing they want, down to um, their music tastes, their relationship with their family, how tall they are when they hugged each other, where their like head nuzzled in, down to minute details on their personality, everything they craved and wanted in a human being. And the second part of that, who they needed to be in order to attract that human. And two weeks later, they met at a seminar. My mom was, my mom was working logistics. My dad was doing uh, one of the ropes course trainings for them. And they met, fell in love. And here I am numerous years later. So I heard about this exercise and I decided to give it a try. And so I sat down and I wrote a list of every single thing I wanted in a ideal person. This is when I was 18. And like I knew what I wanted when I was 18. <laughs> that's, that's very funny. Um, I wrote this out when I was 18. And I did the whole like who I needed to be to attract this person. What do they, what do they uh, look like, smell like, feel like? Uh, what, do they, um, what do they embrace? What are their values? What are their music tastes? So on and so forth. And I met my now partner several weeks later. Now, for those of you all who don't know, my partner and I, who I'm with now, actually dated way back when we were 18 and babies, and we decided that things were not, like, we were just not in a place where we were able to show up for that full-time relationship that we both wanted, but it was just, it was not right. And so we actually spent five years apart. And then we rekindled three years later. This is important because three years ago, I did the same thing. And I've been doing this on and off and pretty much with every single relationship I've ever been in, I've written a list and two weeks to a month later, I've dated that person. Now, sometimes I've looked at this list and cackled because I was like, that's what I thought I wanted. Oh, you poor sweet summer child. But here's the deal I attracted that person. And if it wasn't for dating that person, there's no way I would have known that, okay, you know, that's not my vibe. I do not like that type of personality or value to be one of their highest values. I instead want this. I attracted that type of person and I was like, hold up there, buttercup. That's not what I want there. Let's try this. It was like, it was like fitting a puzzle piece together. But the very last time that I did this was a little over, about four years ago, actually, when I wrote out and something about this list was just different. Something was electrified in this list. And I never really got discouraged doing these because I always knew it was leading to the next best thing. And I wrote out this list and every single thing, oh my God, every single thing just made me like smile. I remember even like crying release tears writing this list. And I did the whole thing, writing out every single thing I wanted in a person. I think it was like six pages. It was ridiculous. And then who I needed to be to attract them. And lo and behold, not too long after, um, my now partner uh, messaged our our school alumni group and was like, hey, 
<laughs> does anyone want a um uh, acting class there's this is back when I was an actor it's like does anyone want an acting class I'm doing an on-camera acting class with my casting agency like does anyone want to join and I might have been a little inebriated at three in the morning and I was like me <laughs> so the rest is history the reason I share this with you is because I've started to notice a little pattern of people messaging me a few things about like oh, well, I really feel like I'm missing out on having that person, having that connection, having that love. And I wanted to share this exercise with you because there's a huge, huge, huge part three that we haven't talked about. Part one, remember, writing every single thing that you want in the partner. And you can also write some things that you don't want. But I highly recommend focusing 90% of them on things that you do want in that person. Number two, who do you need to be to attract that style of person? So if you're wanting someone who is really just like reaching for – this was something that was mine some, – someone who's reaching for growth, someone who's really happy and joyful and excited about life, and if you're someone who is like, life is blah, life is whatever, like th- that type of style is not going to attract as much. I hope we understand that and agree on that. Now, does that mean it's never going to happen? No, of course not. Every relationship is different. However, if you're wanting to be with that person and wanting to play on that same level, that might make a few habitual mindset adjustments before that person is going to flood into your life. So number one, everything that they have, maybe a few things that they don't have, but really detailed of what this person looks like. Number two, who do you need to be to be with that person? Who do you need to be to be a partnership with that person? And number three, release, control, perfectionists. This is a hard one for y'all. I know. We love to be in control. But this is one that you can't force. Releasing control and letting that person come to you because you trust, you know that they're coming. When you have a belief of knowing that person's coming for me, I know that they're on their way. They tend to come a little bit faster than if you're like, they don't exist. I don't believe in them. I just made up a person in my head and this doesn't work, blah. Because when we do the first one, when we believe, when we trust, Our literal, this is the science behind it, our conscious and subconscious minds start to warp our reality to notice opportunities that will bring us closer to those types of people because our brain has suddenly deemed that type of person important. So it's going to notice things that are going to bring us closer to them. However, if we poo-poo this and if we say this doesn't work, this isn't important, I don't believe this person exists your conscious and subconscious mind are going to be like, okay, they don't believe this person exists. We're going to hide all the opportunities that are going to appear, that are going to bring you closer to this person. We're going to hide them. We're going to pretend like they don't exist because you're not going to notice them. You're going to keep living in your reality of this person doesn't exist. This stuff is important. Yes, from a manifesting perspective, but also from a what you perceive your reality to be perspective. There's so many studies on this. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode devoted to it someday, but I want to bring that up because that's really important. So whether you are someone who is craving a deeper connection with the person you're already with, 
maybe you're someone, and by the way, if that is who you are right now, I strongly recommend putting extra emphasis on number two. In order to be that person for your love, who do you need to be? And honestly, I've had this conversation with my partner. I've had this conversation with Brett. Not who do I need to be to change so I can be a better version for you. It's not like that. It's who are we wanting to grow into and how can we do that? It's, re- it's not about manipulating who you are at your core. It's not about doing that. It's not about changing yourself to be with someone. What it is, is it's about creating the person that you want to become to share life with the person that you are manifesting and creating. I hope you guys feel the difference there because it's huge. I'm not telling you to morph your personality. I'm telling you that if you're wanting to be playing at a different level and have a partner who is also playing at a different level, what does that look like? There's a huge difference there. But if you're someone who is single and is ready to really meet a person who you're ready to deeply connect with, I cannot recommend this exercise enough. Do not expect that it's going to be two weeks because that's not releasing control. (laughs) Do not expect that it's going to be a month because that's also not releasing control. But do this exercise and just see what happens. I know this is hard. This is really hard to release control like that. But that is the golden ticket for this. Because if we're just looking through life being like, where's my person? Where's my person? Where's my person? We're going to scare them off because that's scary. (laughs) Not really, but it's going to be really hard for the universe to manipulate your surroundings to feed your conscious and subconscious mind. Instead, your surroundings are going to be totally dictated by what you're controlling. So there's a huge difference there that I strongly recommend allowing yourself to release. It's an energetic feel rather than feeling like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. Where are they? Instead of doing that, releasing and saying, they're coming. They're coming. They're on their way. Every day they're getting closer. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. And if you have any questions or really cool experiences from this exercise, please share it with me at lifecoachbaker on Instagram or hello at lifecoachbaker.com if you're more of an email person. But if this episode resonated with you, share it with a friend or share it on social media. One of my favorite parts about podcasts is that they're cha-ching, totally free, and we love that. However, the best way that you can help support your favorite podcasts is by sharing it or doing a little rate and review. If you have not done either of those, I would so appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I urge you to go check out the monthly membership program, Lift. All the links are in the show notes, or you can go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash lift to check out the program. Until then, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.